0: Colleagues have, had already disproved that. I mean, made it very clear that when you look at the number of oil paint layers on this painting, and oil paint takes days, if not weeks, to dry, and you could see very clearly that a lot of the oil paint had been applied over existing dried layers, that this wasn't possible. But we did make a discovery, we think, where we actually added some truth back to that myth, which was there were four paints, uh, the first four paints that went down. There's a bright yellow, as a red, a brown, and a, a, a dark sort of bluey-green teal color, um, which were all applied very dilute. Uh, they were all mixed wet and wet. You can see very clearly in cross-sections these, 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 these layers blended together. And they're across the entire surface. So we're fairly confident that there was this initial campaign or probably entirely conceivably done in one night.
1: How did he paint it? Did he just throw the wet paint onto the canvas? Did he take it off the wall and put it on the ground? These guys could actually figure that out, number six.
0: There's a whole range of ways that Pollock was throwing paint at the canvas. Um, A lot of it is brushed on you can see where the brush strokes are, the brush would have touched the canvas, um, but he 's starting to kind of separate brush and canvas um, and even though we look very closely at a lot of the paint in this painting, um, which we thought might have been applied with the painting flat on the studio floor as as came later, we think that the painting was actually executed entirely vertically leant up against his studio wall, but with Different sort of ways of applying the paint, splatter, some paint is dilute, drips down the surface, other paint flies through the, through, through the air, lands on the canvas and stays very much intact. In
1: He's using house paint. Nobody ever did that before. They use acrylic, they use oils, not Jackson Pollock. This is what happens when you revolutionize the world of art. Number seven
0: in conservation there are often no completely right and completely wrong answers it's always a sort of a judgment we make a decision we weigh up certain things and we wanted to kind of let the public into some of those thought processes um, in particular about the shape of the canvas
1: i'm a carpenter in the operating room you need a carpenter in the museum number eight
2: So the stretcher was made here in-house. We're very lucky here at the Gedeon that we have professional carpenters. They worked with us to come up with a design that involves Alaskan cedar, which is a very light but very strong straight-grained wood, as well as using a very light but solid support that is, is two layers, of very light, thin aluminum with polyethylene in between. So that we were able to provide in the sort of open spaces of the stretcher, we were able to put um, a solid material that you're not aware of from the front, so that there's no flapping let's say around of the canvas itself as it travels.
1: When my surfboard was finished, and I could bring it back into the ocean to ride it, it wasn't enough to just say thank you on the phone, I went to the shop to thank these folks myself. And to see the smile on their faces, knowing how important this surfboard was to me and what a great job they did. That's forget about the money you make in life. As Jerry Lopez, the surfer used to say, if you can buy it with money, it's cheap. But to be able to say thankful, thank you and be so grateful to get my beloved surfboard back because they repaired it so well. That's exactly what happened to the Getty Museum when the folks in Iowa came to see the finished product. Number nine.
0: The most rewarding part of this project, undoubtedly, was uh, the painting was installed, the gallery is looking great, and then we had a group of about 50. VIPs from Iowa who came um, all the way from Iowa to the opening they were dressed up this was a big occasion for them and they all just went silence and they started applauding now, they've known this painting for 30 or 40 years they've lived with it um, they know it's important it's, it's, it's relevance they're deeply proud that Iowa has this painting and to have that sort of reaction from them um, just the appreciation that we'd clearly done something right
1: at 8 15 we're gonna find out what it's like to choose repairing versus creating. Can't wait to talk to them. But let's open the clinic. Actually, we'll pay some bills. We'll come back, we'll open up the clinic. The number's 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN.